Hey, welcome back to another week of Autastic, the Comedian's Guide to Autism. I'm your host. My name is Kirk, and my co-host... I'm Graham K. How are you guys doing? I hope you're okay. Um, you know, it's getting late in the summer. You know, uh, kids are been home for a while. There's been a pandemic. Um, if you're an autism parent, help us around the corner. Hopefully we're almost if out of this. If your kids are in school... They're able to go to school. They're going back soon. It's true. Yeah. Uh, my brother is my brother is uh, going nuts right now. <laughs> he is um, uh, very lonely right now. And this second surge, please get vaccinated. Um is is sort of causing the, the one of the volunteers one of the two volunteers that comes to visit him can't visit anymore because she's concerned about the delta variant so they do zoom calls instead which is not as good and my brother is you could it's funny it's just that you could the trickle down to me is when he's more lonely i get more calls and that's the tell for sometimes you know. i don't hear from him for like five days i'm like his meds are working he's getting a lot of social interaction there was a time when he was hanging out with people four days a week and having long zoom calls seven days a week with people with his spe- special group with his special needs group live work play in ottawa and now that's down to like twice a week and then he's still doing the Zoom calls, obviously, but yeah, not not good. He's calling me a lot. He he was I was on the uh, I was walking with my girlfriend down the street, and Peter called, and you know I just I had I had a second I hadn't talked to him today, so I figured he always loves to talk to Julia, so I, she was beside me, so I <laughs> I love to you know if he, she's there, you know it brightens up his day talking to her. And takes a little pressure off you too. Yeah, yeah. He just needs to talk to a woman that's like doesn't hurt his age under seventy. Yeah, and and so um, that is funny though, right? Men always want are always brightens up their day to talk to a pretty girl. Oh man, yeah. And it's funny. Anyway, so he he um, <laughs> he calls and he's like, yeah. You know, I've just I've just decided that I'm. You can't be happy all the time. I'm having a. I'm not. I'm having a trough, uh, trouble, not being reminded of the bad thoughts, and but you know you just can't be happy all the time, I guess. And it just broke Julia's heart. She was like, "Oh," and I'm used to it. I'm like, "Yeah, I know." <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, sounds about right. You're just eating a chip out of a bag or something while you're walking. Well, I mean, Julia's crying. <laughs> it's true. It's hard out there, bro. You know. You're like, Julia. That's not the autism. That's being a man. That's just part of being a man. <laughs> well, hard for they get sad too. Trust me. Uh, <laughs> and so, anyway, yeah, he's he's mm, calling part of being a person. Yeah, you're right. He is calling a lot, but good news is is that. He has watched every two years. He writes on his calendar to watch Star Wars or Spider Man. 
And he this is the rotation. Yeah. For whatever reason, this past month was Star Wars and Spider Man. So he watched all like the past two months, maybe it's the past two months, maybe the last months was anyway. In the past two months he's watched like eight movies or ten movies with all the Spider Man's, all the Star Wars, so he's out of movies. And which means he has finally I've been begging him, begging him, please watch new movies. And I've been going on Netflix. And if anybody has any, like, silly movies that are live action. I not still a- want to hear the review of Forrest Gump when he watches it. But yes, yeah. that'll happen. If anybody has any suggestions, let me know because it's hard to find in movies. I've been doing research. You know, he loves Dude, Where's My Car? It's like they don't make movies like that anymore. I don't know what genre Dude, Where's My Car is because my brother... It's it's like he he can't really count, but he likes boobs. Which is, dude, where's my car? That's the that's what. Sounds like you're describing Porky's or Stripes. Yeah, or something yeah, like yeah. It's well, no, those, Stripes has some smart, you know, like higher level humor. But what anyway. about, uh, what's what's the uh, Caddyshack? You might like Caddyshack. But anyway, it's got I a su- puppet. I suggested Good Burger. Okay, I don't um, think I've seen that. That's with uh, Keenan, um, Keenan Thompson from SNL. Okay, I wonder if you'd like when it. he was like uh, when he, when Keenan was like nineteen, eighteen, or something, and the other guy. I and they made a movie, it. and he watched it. He suggested it uh, for his liver because they watch movies on Zoom, and they and he was like, and I watched it, and I liked it. It was like a big win. New movie in the rotation, maybe. That's great. Good burger. One every three years. It's hard to break one into the canon. <laughs> the Peter the Cannon. Peter Cannon of films. <laughs> films is a strong films. word for dudes where my car where's my film. Car? <laughs> what are you guys studying this week? And well, on this week's Artur, we're studying yep. dudes where my car. Yeah. <laughs> the scene where he gets that back tattoo. Oh man. It works on so many levels. My brother and Does I used, used to do that bit. <laughs> Where's where's my car? Uh, no, what's, uh, what's uh, where does it say? Sweet, sweet. <laughs> well, it's better than the Indian accent, so it's good. Yeah, it is better than him doing a poo accent. I wonder if it's like those like fantasy like loves like big fish or stuff like that. I don't know if he, he doesn't get those. Okay, They're too complicated. All right, fair enough. Yeah. How is JJ? JJ's good. We uh, had a call yesterday. Same stuff. He's borderline interested in the calls. Uh, no change. No change. He'll like, grab at his headphones every once in a while. Um, he was pretty interested the one time that we did a live one. He's interested for like a minute, minute and a half, two minutes. And then he's like, cool. And then, you know, I'll watch him eat as fast as he can, like he's in a prison yard and somebody's going to take that food from him. I get that. He'll just, just fast, 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 fast. Um, back on the horses. Back seeing the horses, which is cute. Trying to get him to... He's, he's like he driving in the car to go watch horses? Yeah. He's not driving. He's been driven. Of course. Been driven in the car to go ride horses. Yeah, yeah. He likes to ride his little horse, and uh, I think he's good. You know, it's, it, was his, uh, it was his mom's birthday two days ago, and so we talked about it on the phone. You know, I always wonder what what's getting through but i don't know you got to talk to him so tell him about it and ask you know asking him if he remembers and and uh does he seem to change his no no no, no. change in the affect but that could be autism too who knows 
Some some people with autism are very good at disguising their. He's showing uh, pictures of his mom. Yeah, showing pictures, and, with, with, uh, and he doesn't change. No, but um, I think he's doing good. I think he's doing good. You know, I need to plan a plan starting to plan a trip there this fall. This fall's turned out to be a busy one for for both of us. I know you're on the road forever this fall. Yeah, yeah. GrahamK.com for tickets. <laughs> This may my, end my relationship tour. Seamless plug. End my relationship <laughs> yeah. tour. It's pretty funny. Nah, it'll be good. <laughs> it's just a month on the road. We'll eating, FaceTime. Eating sad food. It's gonna be good. I gotta, I gotta, well, I gotta make T-shirts today so I can afford so you so I can sell them and then afford salads. It's gonna say it's your chance to, eat, to put on twenty pounds. You could be like me. Ugh. <laughs> That's your nightmare. Ugh. <laughs> My hip hurts, so I haven't been working out, so I haven't been able to do any cardio or anything, and I uh, get a little chubby. Well, bro, you're speaking of the choir. I'm way ahead of you. Way ahead of you. Should we do a little... Uh, in the news. In the news. Uh, this week, uh, this was sent to me by my mom. You found it, too, but my mom had also sent this to me. Spectrum News, which seems to be one of our... Your mom uh, and I are simpatico. Yeah, you like the same people. It's hard, it's hard to tell you guys apart. Genetic roots of sleep issues, comma, autism may be intertwined. And it has the cutest picture of two little blonde kids sleeping. The absolute cutest, which is uh, JJ's really rarely this calm. When yeah. one t- when So double diagnosis. When one twin has autism or autism traits and the other twin often has insomnia, a new study shows. Huh. Those are the two of them. Yeah. You and your brother are very close to age. Could be called Irish twins. Yeah, you're very, very close, right? Yeah, I can't sleep. The genetic factors that influence autism may overlap with those that underline uh, insomnia. According to a new study of autistic people and their relatives. That's you. By contrast, the two conditions show minimal overlap to environmental influences. Wow. The results may help explain the frequent co-occurrence of autism and sleep, sleep issues, says lead investigator Mark Taylor. What a great easy last name to pronounce. Researchers at the Psychiatric Endomology at the, oh man, Karolinskiaski Institute in Stockholm, Sweden. Hey, you should be able to do Swedish. You, you, well, if I was going to say Swedish, spend half Karolinska. the year there. Karolinska. I'd say Karolinska. I'd say, yeah. Yeah, a little trip to Sweden coming up. Up to 90% of people with autism have disrupted sleep, and about 30% have clinical. Diagnosis of sleep disorder, according to previous research. This paper shows that autistic individuals are quite commonly diagnosed with insomnia and prescribed melatonin to help with their sleep. But That's what I prescribed. You, have you taken it? Yeah. JJ took it for years, so we go back and forth on it. It's, uh, it works good for you? It's, it's, it's um, not that invasive. Uh, it's not even a drug. It's just like a dietary well, I supplement. I don't think it's... Well, it'll cover it, I think. But I don't think it's a habit for me. I don't think. No, I can't it's not. Remember. That's what they say. Um, but we're also looking at siblings and relatives in this study and relatives of autistic people who are also at higher risk of developing insomnia. You're a real night owl. Can't fall asleep. I was up till 3.30 in the morning last night. Oof. The strong overlap between conditions underscore the importance of diagnosis and treating sleep problems in autistic individuals, says Felipe Mururan, Associate Professor of Psychiatry and Behavioral Science at Stanford University in California, who is not involved in the research. Sleep problems are overlooked. They're often thought of as a byproduct, additional symptoms not worthy of investigating when it comes to autism. 
He said, but in fact, poor sleep can can, can impact brain development and influence the severity of autism traits. Hmm. Traits. So, in our case, JJ, we didn't really. <clears throat> excuse me. His mom really didn't want to put him on any sort of medication um, until he was about 19. And then we started with the a very light dose of an antipsychotic, which a lot of a lot of people with autism use as a mood stabilizer. Sure. And then, and then a, a sleeping something that helps him sleep too. Which when he sleeps, <clears throat> excuse me, apologize. Uh, when he sleeps, it really sets up his day a lot better. Really? Yeah. If he doesn't sleep. You're in for a bad next day. He has more energy? Bad behavior. More anxious, easily frustrated, uh, more cranky, mm. easily agitated. It's like if anything goes out of, doesn't go his way, if he wants to go to the park and he doesn't get to go, it's going to be a tantrum. If he sleeps, it's like, that's just anecdotal in our experience, but yeah. All right, genetic influence. Here we go. Taylor and his colleagues use Swedish National Health Registry to identify 50,000. Peter, Peter sleeps 12 hours a day. Well, that's good, I think. Might be too much. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yesterday, I was like, I was like, hey, man. Um, he called me at 7.30, and I was like, so what are you going to do tonight? Or are you going to go to bed soon? He's like, well, it's a little too, uh, it's still light out, so I'm going to wait till 7. I'm going to wait till 8 or 8.30 before I go to bed. And I'm going to sleep in tomorrow because I, I shouldn't get up early. I don't have to get up early. I'm like, when do you get up? He's like, seven, eight. I'm like, well, it's 12 hours. Well, I don't think it's that. Un I mean, when you think about like uh, in the olden days, like, it gets dark, you go to bed. And when, what do you do? You get, when it gets light, you get back up. The summer, maybe you have some short nights, but in the winter, that's 14 hours. It's like, especially in Canada. <laughs> well, Canada, it's light out. Till like nine o'clock in the summer, but yeah. in the winter it's the opposite. Yeah, yeah. In Ecuador, the sun goes down every day, six thirty. Six thirty every day, year round. Wow, on the equator, unbelievable. Weird, right? Yeah, it almost seems a little early. I think it's six thirty. There's a time it's like six thirty-eight or something, but I can look it up. But we're not going to. Probably right? sounds right. Six thirty. Yeah, I mean, it's like whatever, whatever time it is, it's like every day is the same. Maybe it goes changed by like a minute the whole year. It's so weird. Yeah. But every time it gets light, it gets light. It's like 6.30 or 7 or something. Yeah. So like if you were like a hunter-gatherer and it gets dark, what do you do? You go lay down. Make a baby. And then you wake up at 6.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. All right. Genetic influences. Here we go. Taylor and his colleagues used the Swedish National Health Registry to identify 50,000 autistic people along with... 56,000 of their full siblings, including 60 identical and 340 fraternal twins, 31,000 half-siblings, 214 cousins, and they also analyzed data from over half a million unrelated sex and age-matched controls. They determined which participants had a diagnosis of insomnia, difficulty falling asleep or staying asleep, or took melatonin, which in Sweden is was available only as a prescription before May 2021 when it became available over the counter yeah when he first when jj first moved in which ironically he's in sweden i had given him a couple we had these like big bugs i was buying it in bulk these big bottles of melatonin 
which I gave to them, and they're like, we can't give this to them unless it's prescribed by a doctor, which I was like, smell it it's over the counter. Anyway. I guess not in Sweden. Not in Sweden. About 23% of the autistic participants had insomnia or took melatonin compared with 1% of controls, the study shows. What's more, the relatives of autistic people also were increased odds of having insomnia. The more closely related the family member, the greater their odds were. Identical twins, for example, had six times the usual odds of having insomnia, whereas cousins were 1.3 times the usual odds. Wow. Second analysis of data from 30,000 identical and fraternal twins in an ongoing child and adolescent twin study in Sweden yielded similar results. Among 423 autistic twins in the sample, about 39% had insomnia which had been or had been prescribed melatonin compared with only 4% of the non-autistic twins. Wow. When one twin and the pair has autism or autism traits, the other twin often has insomnia, the team found. This trend is also more prominent among identical twins who shared nearly all their genes than fraternal twins who share only half. Shared genetic factors explained 94% of the correlation, whereas non-shared environmental factors accounted for just 6%. The results were published in the July Journal of Child Psychology and uh, Psychiatry. Finding the genetic correlation between autism and sleep patterns confirms what we've often already seen clinically, said Amanda Bennett, clinical chair of the Autism Integrated Care Program at the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. What could really change practice some days is if we could identify the genetic variations that help us predict and address these occurring symptoms proactively. Taylor's team is examining the co-occurrence of autism and other traits with mental health disorders such as anxiety, depression, schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, some traits, including sensory sensitivity, hyperactivity, anxiety, can contribute to poor sleep in autistic adults. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, leaving open the possibility that insomnia is not directly correlated genetically to autism, but rather with other co-occurring conditions. What do you think? What do I think? What do, I mean, <laughs> I don't know anything. I, I just think it's interesting that how closely linked it is and uh the cousins thing was interesting to me i was trying to think of all if any of my cousins are insomniacs but i don't think they are um i'm the only one who can't sleep my brother my mother can't sleep and i can't sleep Ginger's mom had really bad insomnia i can sleep i sleep good yeah i might be peter you look like you could sleep oh i sleep i yeah. sleep eight hours every night whatever time i go to bed i'm gonna wake up eight hours yeah i i my I go. I can't. I don't want to fall asleep, and I can't fall asleep. And then I like uh, wake up, especially now that I'm older, early. Today I woke up at. I went to bed at three thirty, and I woke up at nine. That's not eight hours. That's, That's five and a half hours. No, I really like sleep. I remember one year in high it. school. It I was like. We lived eight minutes from the school. I had it timed. So if my classes started at nine, I could get up at 8.42, have my clothes laid out. I shower at night, one of those guys. Walk, I don't eat breakfast. Pull my clothes on three minutes, get in the car, I could be there on time. And my dad used to always be like, what are you doing? I'm like, why would I be up early? It's sleep time. Yeah. Why, why what are we doing? Hanging out reading the newspaper? No. I'll just, I'll get up right before he still talks about it. He's like, how would you, 
I'm like, I count it down to the minute. <laughs> I was late like twice. One time I got in a car accident, somebody rear-ended me and I was late. And then that time I overslept. But I was, yeah. I'm guessing you parents with kids with autism have your sleep stories. We had a really nice note this week from a listener. Graham, I think you, you addressed it first. It was on Twitter. Mm-hmm. You messaged both of us, but I think you, you, you got to it first. Yeah. There's, I didn't really catch it all. Maybe you can fill in the blanks for me, but the, uh, someone, one of our listeners, um, I can't remember his name right now. Um, I, maybe I should post about it, but he was written about in a book. I can't remember the name of the book. Uh, it's, it could be anonymous. I know, like, you know, well, we should say everybody. the name of the book, but then he, anyway, we should have looked this up. We didn't. <laughs> we both have no idea what the, what the guy's name is, what the book is. Um, so anyway, uh, we were written about in a book. A guy mentioned us in a book. That's all I got. I could look it up. We're using our cameras to film. That's the problem with using your camera to film. What about on your iPad there? Definitely don't have Twitter on my iPad. Messages on Twitter. Really nice guy. Talked about his. You dis- wanted to talk about it. I thought you had the, did all thought about it. And you're like, oh, I did. I was going to say something. I wouldn't have said what you said. But yeah. What are you going to say? I'll tell you, I was going to say, he talked about his own personal discovery with autism, that uh, he, he had a personal connection to it. So then he did some he did some research. He read a few different books. He listened to our podcast, and it started oh, yeah. a, a journey of self-diagnosis and then actual taking a test, and he found it very liberating. And, and, uh, and then he was interviewed for a book, and, and he just talked about his own discovery. It was just nice to feel like you play some small part in someone's own personal self-discovery journey. That makes them feel like their whole life makes sense where they're like, yeah, I react like this because of this. Yeah, it was like what happened with Sabalu, the, the musician, last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if he told us the name of the book. At least in my messages, I don't have the name of the book. Um, but I thought it was interesting. Me. He may have told me. He sent me some screenshots, but it was a little blurry. I couldn't quite make it out. But I thought it was exciting that, uh, yeah, it was part of his journey to... to um, He's like, I haven't listened to it in a while, and so I hope everything's going good with your family, and I don't want to get into like, well, lots changed in five years, so if you haven't listened in several years, a lot's happened. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't want to get into a whole, like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, I'm nervous. I got, listen, I've got bad news. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, our podcast is mentioned in a, a book about autism, but we helped uh, an individual, I guess, which is nice. It's good. I hope you guys yeah. find it positive and encouraging. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's the new thing. We're using our our phones to film, so usually we look up stuff. We have it like right there, but it's on Twitter. So yeah, I think we did it. Is that it? Sure. This week, by the time this episode comes out, I will have uh, surprised my parents uh, going down to Ecuador for their fiftieth wedding anniversary. Yeah. He's going down to Ecuador for their 50th wedding anniversary, and um, he's going to get a fake tattoo put on his back, a whole back tattoo. <laughs> How are you going to get a back tattoo? Apply a... Oh, a, my brother's going to love doing that. Oh, is he going to be, oh, yeah. be down there, he'll too? He'll be in on it. He lives there. One of my brothers lives there. Oh, okay. He'll, be, he'll think it's hilarious. And uh, yeah, my mom, are, they're very conservative. And so I think it'll be very funny to get a whole giant Ben Affleck terrible back tattoo. Please film it. <laughs> what does Ben Affleck have? He has this giant dragon like the size of his whole back. Ugh. 
It's it's new. He's going through it. Listen, leave the guy alone. It's fine. That's the least of his worries. At least he's off the hooch. It's great. What? Doesn't he? Isn't he dating? What's her name again? Yeah, he's back with Benifer Lopez. So what the hell is his problem? The back tattoo is like four years ago. The weird thing about that was they catch him with it, they film him with it, and he's like, oh yeah, it's for a role. And then like two years later, you still have the tattoo. Oh yeah, it's not for a role. <laughs> it's a weird thing to lie about when yeah. you're going to have it the rest of your life. Yeah. Uh, after that, you can see me on the Carnival Magic the week after that, and then I will be uh, in September, end of August, September, I'll be in the... On the Vista out of Galveston, Texas. What are your shows, Graham? Mine are on land. Quit bragging um, so much, bud. <laughs> yeah, they're all at GrahamK.com. I'm going to be all over the place. It's got a tour. You can support them by buying tickets and yeah. merch. That's right. I got, I'm going to have t-shirts. Uh, and I should, I'll, I'll sell them online, too. So, yeah. That's it, guys. Have a great week. You Thanks. can do it. You can do it. That's what you said. Sorry. <laughs>